This is the Game Misconduct Podcast with Don LaGreca. It's the Thursday edition. It is the Western Conference Preview. Now, before we get started, I just want to thank everybody for contributing on Twitter. We'll read some of the tweets at the end of my preview. I recapped the East yesterday with Pittsburgh being the best team. Uh, My controversies, I guess, Carolina making the postseason, Montreal not making the postseason. Some Flyer fans certainly took exception to me having them finish 12th in the conference. But, hey, this is where I'm going with. And I could be dead wrong. My name is all over this. So if it turns out at the end of the day I'm all wrong, game misconduct's not going to go anywhere. So you can throw it back into my face. But the one thing I'll say before we get to the West, the arguments about Montreal missing the playoffs, how can you say they're going to miss the playoffs with Carey Price as the goaltender? He's the best goaltender in the NHL. So what? So what? Carey Price is the best goaltender and yet they've only gone to the conference finals once with him because it takes more than just a good goaltender. You've got to have a complete team in front of you. Druin's a nice addition for them, but I just don't like their offense. I think they're a little top-heavy on defense, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs. As I said, there's a, there's a crapshoot between basically 8 and 14 in the Eastern Conference, and I had Montreal was like 13th. Would I be surprised if they made the playoffs? Of course not. But, you know, the hockey news has them finishing in third in the Atlantic Division. They're going to make a run and everything. Carry Price this, carry Price that. I just think it's an overrated position in the regular season. Now, once you get to the postseason, the goaltender can certainly blow it for you. Look at what happened to Rene in the final last year. But in an 82-game schedule, you've got to outscore your opponent. All right? And your goaltender standing on his head might steal you a few games. But it's not going to put the Las Vegas Golden Knights into the playoffs because Marc-Andre Fleury is their goaltender. And it's not going to get Carey Price to get them to win a Stanley Cup if you're not getting production from Pacioretty, if you're not getting production from Placanic, if Golchenyuk is going to be hurt, if Shea Weber is going to be blasting shots from the blue line, breaking the hands of his forwards. I mean, so there's a lot of things that I just don't like about Montreal. But, hey, listen, that seemed to be the biggest controversy. Let's go out west and see if there's any controversies lurking here. And again, I did my point system, and if you missed it yesterday, I just award a point total to a particular player. Completely arbitrary, but it's just kind of a system that kind of gives me a jump start on where to put people. And I do put a lot of emphasis on the center position. And if you're the best at center, you're going to be one of the best teams in the league. And I look at the best team in the in the Eastern Conference, kind of bucks that trend just a little bit. And that's the Nashville Predators. I have them at number one because they're just so strong defensively. And remember last year, they lost Johansson, and that certainly hurt them in the final. So they've got centers, and they've got a pretty good crop of centers. I think this Goudreau is a good young kid that is going to be helping them for sure. Benino was a nice acquisition for them at center, and you've got... Yarn Crooked, and of course you've got uh, Johansson. So they, they've got really good centers. Not the best centers in the Western Conference, mind you, but that blue line, and we've talked about them before, with uh, Yoshi, maybe their best uh, defenseman, along with Subban, uh, Ekholm, Ellis. They're just very deep defensively, and I still like Rene as the goaltender. So I've got the Nashville Predators as the number one team in the Western Conference. Flipping on over to number two, and I think it's the Ducks. So 
You could say it's kind of lame that I'm basically predicting the Western Conference Final from last year, but I think the Ducks are stacked. Very good at center, very good on defense, although nobody is as good as Nashville. Uh, But the Ducks, they're getting a little long in the tooth. There's no question about that. Cogliano certainly getting older. Getzloff, Perry getting older, but they're still very deep. Kessler still on the younger side compared to everybody else, but they're pretty deep at the forward position. Um, Raquel has emerged as a star on that team that I think would be the next generation solid player for them. You know their blue line. Boschman is old as the hills. Bieksa has got to try to find a way to stay healthy. Uh, But Fowler, really good, emerging as a big-time player. And, of course, their goaltending, very, very solid. I think the Ducks are right there as the number two team. Number three, the Chicago Blackhawks. Major disappointment in the first round of the playoffs. But when you have Taves, when you have Kane, solid goaltending, um, very good up and down. Their blue line, again, I think it's a little top-heavy. They do lose uh, Jomerson. But when you have Seabrook, when you have Keith, uh, that's going to be a really good blue line. Not sure they have the depth. They're relying on some younger players. Uh, last year you saw some of the holes, especially in the playoffs, but I still think they're the third best team in the conference. Banging on the door of the top three, of course, the Edmonton Oilers. A little weak on defense, but when you've got maybe the best player in the National Hockey League, you've got so many good young players, veteran like Lucic, very important uh, contributor to this team. They made the trade to get Ryan Strom. I think that was a nice move for them. He might be a better overall fit for the Edmonton Oilers moving forward. Uh, you got to like their goaltending. I'm not sure you love their goaltending. Talbot was tremendous, but boy, did he have a pretty heavy workload last year. So it'll be interesting if he can do it back-to-back years. So that's why I got him out, outside of the top three, but banging on the door, one of the three best teams in the Western Conference. So Edmonton, clearly a playoff team, clearly an elite team. I have them finishing in fourth place in the conference. Number five, I've got the St. Louis Blues. Better on the blue line. Tarasenko, one of the elite players in the league. Again, their goaltending might be a bit of an Achilles heel, but I have them as the fifth best team in the conference. Sixth, Minnesota Wild. Preci getting a little bit older. A team that's going to rely on their goaltending. Can Dubnik do what he did in the regular season? Remember, he faltered late, and I think that really cost Minnesota late in the season and in the playoffs, but I think they come in at number six. Coming in seventh in the Western Conference, I've got the Dallas Stars. I know some people have them outright winning the Central Division. They've got a great player in Ben. They've got a great player in Sagan. A very good hockey team for sure, but I'm just not sure that they're going to be any higher than seven. But I do like the Dallas Stars to be a playoff team. Coming in at 8, I got the Flames sneaking in there as well. Uh, you can flip-flop them with Dallas. Very good blue line. you got to like their blue line. Gaudreau, certainly one of the top players in the National Hockey League, and I think their goaltending is enough to be able to get them into the playoffs. So I have them finishing 8th overall. Uh, number 9, I've got the San Jose Sharks. I think are on the outside looking in. Joe Thornton getting older. It's a lot of responsibility for Couture and um, Pavelski to supply uh, the offense. Again, solid blue line, but probably not good enough overall. A lot of young players they're trying to incorporate in there to San Jose. Not a complete rebuild, but I do think they're going to be on the outside uh, looking in for the playoffs. I got them coming in at 9. Los Angeles Kings, kind of the, the same boat as well. Kopitar coming off a really tough year. Quick coming off a tough year. Uh, injury prone, but you're starting to see a little bit of um, age coming on there. Doughty still an elite defenseman for sure. 
Uh, but the Los Angeles Kings, I think, again, on the outside looking in uh, for the playoffs. Let's wedge the Winnipeg Jets in there uh, at number 11. Shifley growing. Uh, line A growing for sure. Um, goaltending, okay, but I don't think the Winnipeg Jets are going to be a playoff team either. Slide the Coyotes in there at 12. Shane Doan, obviously the biggest exit, although it was probably time for him to turn around and retire. Ranta gives him a little youth uh, between the pipes. New coaching staff there with Rick Tockett and John McClain, but I don't think the Coyotes are going to make the playoffs either. So I've got them filed there. And then just rounding out everybody else, I, I think the Canucks certainly out as a playoff team. Avalanche and Rebuild, they're looking to uh, trade uh, Duchesne away still. And you've got the Golden Knights, to me. They're the worst team in the National Hockey League. They'll be in games because of their goaltending. Not that awful of blue line. But you're an expansion team. You cannot expect expansion teams to be able to make the playoffs. I know everybody thinks that they could be a thorn in the side of some teams. But at the end of the day, they're going to be chasing goals as well. They're starting from scratch, and Flurry is going to keep them in games. But as I mentioned before, you got to do better than just having a really good goaltender. you got to score goals in this league, especially in the Western Conference. Look at that Pacific Division. Goudreau's going to score a ton of goals, right? You've got uh, all the young kids in Edmonton that can score. Goudreau with Calgary. Uh, the Stars have a bunch of good players in the Central Division with, of course, Chicago. Just a tough conference to be in, a lot of offense, so... I don't think the Golden Knights are going to be able to make the playoffs. So here's how I've got it rounded out. Your central division, your champion will be the Nashville Predators, followed by Chicago and St. Louis is the top three. In the Pacific division, it'll be the Ducks, Oilers, and Flames, which means you'd get a battle of Alberta, which would be awesome. And then I've got the Wild and Stars as your wild card team. So throw it at me if you want. I know whenever you're making predictions, people go crazy. But you know what? You've got to pick some people. And obviously, they're going to be disappointing others. But let's take a look at your tweets. Uh, Guy says, uh, great job with the Eastern analysis. Can't really argue with you. I'm not sure Pittsburgh is the best, but I get you. Again, tell me who's better. You know, tell me who's better that's as well-rounded. This is a team that won a Stanley Cup without Chris Letang, and now he's back. I mean, I know they lost Benino, but I think they'll be able to recover. Uh, Guy also says, in West, using your point system, top four in no order, Chicago, Anaheim, San Jose, and Edmonton. Rest of crapshoot, Vegas and Arizona will surprise, but I don't think they make the playoffs. That's me saying that, and I, I don't see San Jose being a top-four team uh, in the conference. Jason says Florida, Philadelphia, Montreal has a better chance making the playoffs over Carolina in my eyes, but I do think Carolina got a lot of young, underrated players. I like the way that they're coached. It's going to be a mishmash, but you saw at the end of last year Carolina got hot. And it just, they ran out of time. I think that carries over to a good start this year. So I'm, I'm still going to pick Carolina uh, to make the playoffs. Chris Smith's, I know the Pacific Division is going to be stacked with Anaheim, Edmonton, and Calgary getting the top three spots. And that's exactly what I had, Chris. So we're both thinking the same way. Brett says, so glad that you're back. Heard you say the Rangers fourth in the Eastern Conference. Hope you're right. Missing center will hurt for goals. Not if Zabanajad plays like he did before he broke his leg. Uh, last year. Sam Diaz says, so glad game misconduct is back with additions of Radulov, Hansel, Mathot, and Bishop. Do stars have enough to make the playoffs? I have them making the playoffs, but I do think it'll only be a wild card. Uh, Ice Chips Ajace, that's a nice name. Do you see the Coyotes as a candidate for a Seattle or Portland move? I do. Um, it just hasn't worked there. I know the league has propped it up and all the talk about new ownership. I just... I love the fact that Arizona has a team. Obviously, uh, Matthews is in the league, partially because the Coyotes were in the league, and he could fall in love with the team when he was growing up in Arizona. But they're hot for Seattle. 
Apparently, there's ownership that wants to have a building in Seattle. They want to be in the Pacific Northwest because if you take Vancouver out of the mix, in North America, you've got a big, huge chunk. When you look at the San Jose Sharks to Colorado up to Minnesota, in the United States, there's nothing there except Vancouver, which is in Canada. So they want to put a team in the Pacific Northwest. Portland, Seattle looks like the destination and expansion could be the case. Joe says, can't put faith in Lerner and Johnson over Price or even think uh, Halak and Grice. Love uh, your take on the Sens. Glad to have misconduct back. Obviously, you think the Islanders and uh, the Montreal Canadiens have a better chance of making the playoffs than the Buffalo Sabres do. Again, don't focus solely on goaltending. Again, if we all can say, and we're certainly getting an argument about it, that Carey Price is the best goaltender in the National Hockey League, why has that, not, that team not done better? Because they just don't have the players in front of them. And then you look at what, what's, what Pittsburgh has been able to do. We're taking a youngster, 22, 23 years old, win back-to-back cups. Why? Because they've got great players in front of them. So I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see that happening. But you know what? That's why I put my name on it. Dave says Bruins winning the East. Can't see that happening. Congratulations to Pasternak. Just got a six-year deal. So they're able to work through uh, those problems. So... Michael Case here. He's getting ready for the Michael Case show. I've bored him to tears with my hockey conversation. Say hello to the Game Misconduct audience. Hi. Hey. Hi, everybody. That's Michael K. Do you have any predictions? Who's going to win the Stanley Cup? <sighs> Let's say New York Rangers, just to excite people. Okay, Michael Case is the New York Rangers, and who will they beat in the Stanley Cup final, Michael? The L.A. Kings. Oh, really? Yeah. The Los Angeles yeah. Kings. So Rematch three years revisited. Years ago, so. Yeah. I've got the Rangers finishing fourth in the East. And I have the Kings missing the playoffs. So well, obviously I disagree with it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's silly to pick uh, a champion because so much can happen. Well, I'll have my complete then. list on, on my own podcast, Ice Chips. Ice Chips? Yeah. Don't confuse people, Michael. But did you see when I was reading the uh, tweets? I heard it. Ice Chips Jace. <laughs> Ice Chips Jace. So that's nice. And uh, he's got a big uh, uh, two followers. So we're looking forward to him I'm honored him to be on the show. I, I'm honored to have you wow. on. And, of course, the Michael K. Show coming up. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, the show will probably already be over. So here's what we're going to do. I want to get everybody to tweet about my picks. Rip me, agree with me, because I want to do a podcast tomorrow about you. Get your thoughts on the season. Give me your predictions. Give me who you thought I was right, who was wrong. Let's get a nice interaction show going for tomorrow on Friday. Uh, and then we will announce when we'll kick this uh, sucker off for the season. By the weekend, we'll have preseason games. The Rangers uh, have a preseason game on Monday. Uh, Devils and Islanders also start next week. The first preseason game actually technically is coming up on Saturday uh, for the National Hockey League. So we'll keep an eye on all that. So tomorrow, all about you, at Don LaGreca, hashtag game misconduct. All of your thoughts on the season. We'll just interact with each other tomorrow. And then tomorrow I will announce when we'll kick it off uh, for the start of the 2017-2018 season. So for Michael K., I'm Don LaGreca. This was the Thursday edition of Game Misconduct. Thanks for listening to the Game Misconduct podcast. Looking for more Don LaGreca? Hear him on the Michael K. Show weekdays from 3 to 7 p.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York and worldwide on the ESPN app. And don't forget to subscribe to the Game Misconduct podcast on the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.